Okay, Mr. Collins, long time no see, my friend. It is sad but true. Another quarter rolls by another 90 days of you and I getting older and grayer, my friend. How does it feel? I uh, just went out for a run today, at probably about an hour before the podcast, and I feel I felt half decent. So I don't know if that means anything. I How far been, did you I go? I was expecting worse. Just like a mile and a half, probably nothing big. Okay. There's a pretty big hill involved. And was it cold or hot? It's like 75, so I'm going to say you're warm, not hot. Well, that's perfect, man. Because I'll say. It was nice. Sometimes down here in old sunny Florida, a run is not doable because it is just too humid. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's pretty brutal. I don't know. I guess you could do it if you're like on the beach and you got right in the water and you were done, maybe. Yes. That's always a great time, like frisbee on the beach, or, or volleyball, or soccer even on the beach, and then a dip in the in the old ocean, the Gulf. Love it. Yeah, that sounds nice. But yeah, anyway, I, I could be worse. That's what I'll say. There we go. Love it. Love it. And, and work still going well. Yeah, I mean, it's about as enjoyable as serving the public is or can be. And by serving the public, you mean dealing with morbidly obese people who can't stop eating and drinking and smoking themselves to death and looking to you for help there's there's a lot of that there's an inordinate amount of that yeah yeah but i don't want to bash the profession it's great hey nobody said anything bad about the profession you guys are heroes the fat sloppy pieces of shit that come to see you are the problem i never said anything about the profession (laughs) i just mean i don't want to i guess what i mean is i don't want to uh make anyone discourage anybody if they were uh planning on joining the profession or who people those are already in it. Just be like, yeah, you're right. This sucks. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. It's a piece of shit out here. Well, hey, I think that's pretty common in a lot of fields. There's plenty of lawyers who would say the same. But it's basically retail, but with like, you're not selling clothing. You're selling the idea that you're going to get better. Except you have to do some of the work too and you're not ever going to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the fitness industry. Exactly. That's better. I'm just going to pick my nose here for a second, Phil. I'll just clear out some things. All right. Hey, uh, I pick my nose all the time. Yeah, good thing it's not a visual medium because then people would actually see that I was not lying. Mm. One to pick. No. no pick. No pick. It was the outside. It was a scratch. All right, here's the good news. To get us through our respectively pretty chaotic professional lives, we have dozens and dozens of new albums that come out every quarter at no cost to us that we get to listen to and then subsequently talk about, and that makes life just a little more enjoyable. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, buddy. I was thinking about that uh, the other day. How I thought, sometimes you think to yourself, boy, I don't know how they're going to, I don't know how a given album is going to be topped by whatever. And then something comes along and it's better. And you're like, God, music is such a relentless hobby. There's always going to be ridiculous shit coming out, and it's it's inspiring. It's got to be something too of the, the psychology of novelty. I don't know that anybody's ever studied it, but you listen to stuff and you love it and you do. But then there's always that desire for something new. There's yep. just that. I think it's old. Yep. There's just that insatiable craving for. Well, okay, I know this is cool, but what's new? You know. Yep. So and, here's uh, how we're gonna do it. I'm gonna Go I'm gonna pick a random number in my head from one to twenty. If you're within three, you go first. If you're not within three, I'm going first to share our lists for the first quarter top albums, 
2023. How do you say Phil? The number from 1 to 10, you said? 20. 1 to 20. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with 17. Nailed it! God. Was that the actual number? Wow. That was the actual. You're a friggin' legend. I was going to go 7. Then I was like, nah, he'll catch 7, so I'll spice it. I'll be a spicy cunt, and I'll go 17. And you're like, nah, you tricked me. Mm. You can't, trick, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah. You can't trick a trickster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, my friend. Well, I'm giving the folks at home a sneak peek because I'm playing some Shores of Null. They put out a new one this year. But I want you to go first and tell us what you found appealing in this very busy first quarter of 2023. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit. I'm just going to actually have a couple honorable mentions. Don't want to miss a song. But uh, I, I have my five five albums I think you that, that um, you have to listen to this quarter honorable mention though I'll give it to um, Obituary this guy's been around for a while have a really cool classic just gloomy bleak death metal sound love them um, they have a song called Dying of Everything and Barely Alive very catchy rhythmic textbook death metal song if you like those guys, like I wouldn't say this album is anything new. If you know what you're gonna get, but it's quality in my opinion. So check that out. Also, the band Barry Tomorrow, they have um, an album. I think it's called The Seventh Sun, and the song The Seventh Sun is pretty fucking catchy. I'm kind of so, glad. I'm those glad are my honorable you, mentions. I'm glad you mentioned them. I will say, for anyone who doesn't know Barry Tomorrow, they have a song off their album Cannibal that came out in 2020 called choke that i am complete boners for have you listened to that song never heard it oh dude i know this is three years too late All right, I'm going to check out The Seventh Sun because I didn't listen to it and I don't know that I even knew they had a new one out. But yeah, that, that last album they did, which was called, again, Cannibal, not The Seventh Sun, was really cool. So that's cool. All right, what do you got for your proper list? All right, I should say too, the obituary album is called Dying of Everything. But my list proper now is <clears throat> number five, I have the band End of Oceans. The album is called As in Gardens, So in Tunes. I'm so glad you uh, mentioned that one. That's online. Yeah, buddy. Um, I was a little um, sad to put them <laughs> at number five. It really is a great album. But uh, anyway, it's basically like atmospheric black, but I feel like these guys, or but it's also got a lot of melody, a lot, a lot more than atmospheric stuff typically has, in my opinion. So... I also found this album pretty eclectic. So anyway, I think just to cut to the chase here, the, my favorite songs are in, um, Inverse, Magnification, Matrix, which has this awesome industrial part, like right in the middle, which I thought was so cool of them, which really shows their well-roundedness. Um, Collector and his Construct has a fucking redonkulous um, second riff and rhythm section. And Ambivalent God, right towards the end, turns into a fucking doom metal song. And they do that a couple times in the album, in my opinion. And, uh, man, they really nail it. They, they basically do everything well. 
and they go through a couple different genres, I'm not, and I think they kind of nail it. So I, it's a really quality album. Uh, catchy, badass, listen to them while I'm the grass. Love it. So. I want to echo uh, what you're saying, that it's a really epic album to only be fifth. But, yeah, yeah, I know. It's, but that's the reflection that this quarter is jam-packed with shit. Yeah, it is, man. It, I, I was like, I can't put them fifth. Then uh, the, the one I'm about to say, number four, was just so... A little bit of a homer call, but I had to put it on there, and it, it's tight and great. So number four, anyway. There's a band called Suotana, and I have the, the album's called Unis One. That's spelled... O-U-N-A-S and just the number one. I don't know if that means there's going to be a two or what. But it's a river in Finland. And so it's, you know, Finnish folklore tends lends itself, uh, I would say, with precedent uh, to some pretty epic metal. So anyway, these guys. Hold on one second. Let me, let me spell this artist for the listeners. S-U-O-T-A-N-A. And then again, the album is O U N A S space one i did not know this existed i've never even heard of this band the album art is cool as shit looks all folky and you know kind of landscape here with all this ice and waterfall and the big giant uh, owl thing so tell me what this is and how you heard of this okay so these guys are i would say like a melodic black sad they sound a lot like palma they really do Ooh. Um, and you could I mean, someone would be, if you want to be a dick, you could say they are a combo knockoff, but they're not, in my opinion. But um, I've listened to them for a couple of years now. They have an album called uh, Land of the Ending Time and then Frost Around. And I've been close to, I'm probably not going to do it ever, but I've, I've considered recommending Frost Around for the podcast. But it's just a little rough around the edges. I just can't quite get to the point where I'm, I should recommend it. But... Super, super catchy. These guys know their way around a riff. And the lead singer, it, he's got this like that shrieky black um, sort of. It's not. It's not really that brutal, but it's just got that shrieky sound that goes so well with the the, the riffs and the um, symphonic aspects. So that's why I'm considering like Calma, maybe Children of Bodom a little. Very, very, very catchy. No matter what they put out, it's going to get stuck in your head. But this album, particularly, is great because the production value is up. Tenfold. It sounds so much better than their previous two. Nice. I don't think got a little got a little bit of success, maybe have a little more money to spend or what. But the songwriting is also different and better. So I think they're a little more progressive. Um, they have and they, they sort of get some guest singers on there. One's called Mora. I'm not sure who that is, but the lady who just fucking compliments them so well. So they have a song called Through Through Mammoth Valley. And I love that main riff. And the way they just say, if they say these rivers, and it's, the way he hits it is so, just grabs you, it's so um, enthralling. And they go to a great solo. They do so much more guitar work on this album than they did their previous two. Um, it sounds like a, it's a progressive aspect. They have a 15 minute long song, which is usually a knock. It's, it's called River Owners, but it's... Yeah, it, but the whole album quickly. is only six songs and 41 minutes, which is just perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's perfect for me. Exactly. So if you yeah, if you were just put it on and just listen to it all the way through, you know, you wouldn't necessarily notice that. You know, it, it would it would line up time you know time wise or length wise with any any given tight album. But anywho, it's tight. It's catchy as shit. There's so much symphony. 
It's so much um, melodic riffing that I just, you're not gonna not like this. And I gave it the edge, a little bit of a overcall over End Oceans, but I, it tends to be a little catchier and I'm a little bit of a superficial ass. If something's catchy, I'm gonna fucking jock it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, do, I do appreciate atmosphere building, you know, I really do. But um, if it's catching my attention, I'm just gonna have a boater for it. Yeah, I'm like I'm like a fisherman. Let's get to the hooks. Exactly. Yeah, I, you know, I, I like it. Uh, anyway, I, but that, again, End Ocean's so great. I just I, I feel like I keep needing to explain myself about why that's at number five. You have guilt like, anyway. all over your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> well, a, I'm telling you right now, yeah. I'm, I'm lifting heavy tomorrow. I'm gonna listen to this whole album because I'm digging what you're selling and. I want to start a business out of Finland where you find dads who feel like their sons need a little bit of just manning up, and you send them to Finland to just go to man camp. Because these fucking guys like Kalma and the guy lead singing in here, these guys got some serious nuts. Yep, it is a cold, hard, badass landscape, and I think the music reflects that. Fucking awesome. Can't miss. So, I love it. All right, I'll go, I'll go to number three, because I'm excited to talk about these guys. Um, number three is a band called Frozen Dawn. Oh, yeah, I know these album. guys, yeah. Uh, have you heard of them? I have heard of them, yeah, I like these guys. I didn't know they had a new one. Oh, yeah, buddy. So, okay. So, this album just gets in my head. and The Decline of the that. Enlightened Gods. So, again, Frozen yep. Dawn. Two words, Frozen Dawn is the artist, and the album is The Decline of the Enlightened yeah. Gods. Of the, yes. Um... So, uh, kind of a late addition to my list. These guys I've listened to probably like in the last week. And I just, I was so caught by their, another band, but I think a little bit better in terms of incorporating a couple different styles, having a, having a set sort of base, a foundation in black metal, almost sort of atmospheric, but they do so much melodic stuff and thrashy stuff and classic rock sounding shit. That it's hard to really call them atmospheric black, but there's that that kind of whatever that, that tremolo picking, driving shit. They do that all the time. That builds that like that skyward atmosphere, like you know, it has like this cold mountainous forest kind of atmosphere. Um, they have that as a baseline, but they do so many awesome fucking riffs. So Frozen Kings, I really think, just put that right on, just and run with it. You're not gonna. You're not going to not like it. You can't miss. Um, so, oh, Cosmic Black Chaos. That's got a lot of the atmospheric black stuff in it. Froggy solos. Um, maybe the best at blending it. And then um, same thing with this thing called Wander of Time. But basically, it's just rock solid quality the whole album. It's tight. It's catchy. It's almost perfect. I don't want to say that. That's a hell of a claim, but... It's just, it's hard to find a flaw in this album. I kept going back and forth between this one and, and Oceans for a while there. So you, think, please you think they all suck? Check out Frozen Kings. No, you know what I think is interesting about your list so far is this is all pretty heavy. Yeah, I know. And I'm yeah, totally just, good with it. It's just interesting that this quarter pumped out so much heavy shit. Yeah, I, I, it did. I, I noticed that too. I don't typically, I usually have a little more clean singing or bands yeah. that incorporate more clean singing. Right, right. In I my know. stuff. I'm interested to know, if, know your, if your last two are going to be lighter or if they're going to keep this trend because my list is a, radically different from yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's neat to, that's neat to ponder. 
Um, but I, I want to emphasize the, how good these guys are at blending several different styles, similar to End Oceans, but a little bit more of my cup of tea in that they do a little bit more melodic stuff. Well, this and, riffage uh, really, right here on this song, this song is called Frozen Kings, when he said to play. Uh, this riffage yep. is fucking tasty right here. Yeah, it's, it's all the, yeah, the whole album. They're, they're fun. They're, they're a filthy band. Uh, they know what they're doing. Man, that vocalist. Like second, I kind of put that in. Yeah, that vocalist sounds like the lead singer of um, Necrophobic. They have a song called Sarbamba. It's like one of my favorite songs. I saw oh, yeah? Necrophobic on the cruise. I wonder if this is this guy's side song. Oh, that'd be kind of neat if it was. It might be. Uh, Joachim Sterner. Let's see who the lead singer of this band is because that would... What, the name again is Fro uh, Frozen Crown, right? The Frozen, Frozen King. Dawn is a client of the Enlightenment God. I gotta say, the album title, let me try to tighten that up a little bit. Oh, let's take a look. Well, this fellow's name is Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> you go in the Grinder to go watch Good Burger Grown Up. Yeah, of course. That's a curse. You go in the grinder. Uh. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. So, uh... Not him. Anyway, great vocalist, though, because got a very similar style, and it's deep and guttural. I don't know how these guys pull that shit off without killing their throats. I don't know either, man. Drink a lot of liquor, I guess. I don't know. That's it. But, um, but I really, I can't recommend you enough to jam that. If you haven't heard that album, when you when you're looking tomorrow, I don't know if you have a lot of time. Definitely do Suetana, but maybe for a good day, try to listen to Frozen Dawn if you can. Well, I mean, so I realistically fun. should follow the order in which you give these to me. Like, if this is three and the other is yeah, four, well, I should start with this point. Point. Yeah. Maybe go with, well, maybe you should start with number one, if you have heard that one. I have a feeling you have heard it, but anyway. All right, well, then, yeah, get, um, the, get the number two. I'm, I'm, like, popping wood here over your first three because I don't know them and I want to listen to them all. So just let me see what you got for two. All right, number two, we, we've talked about these guys. It's Sermon. And the golden verse. I have, yeah. I had to put it on there. These guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, very, They're, very cool album. Yeah. Um. So my favorite is the one I told you about was "Wake the Silent." I think that is one of my favorite songs I've heard in a while. Might be song of the year, buddy. No, I don't know. But it's a McLean. It's a McLean. <laughs> there's so much uh, passion in this guy's voice, wouldn't you say? Yes. It's. Like, it's it's almost wounded. It's, a, it's some indignation in there. Absolute conviction. But here comes um, the clean singing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there is a clean singing album on here. And this is it. But uh, my favorite songs are Royal, Lake the Silent, and The Distance. Um, the Distance is cool as shit. It's, uh, he'll say something and it goes, boom, this weird, eerie part. I think it sounds so neat. Yes. And I also thought the song Light the Witch reminded me of AFI. I don't know if you got any of that. There's a lot of styles in here. There are a lot of Play bands out. in here that I recognized and kind of just an energy, but I would say that the way I would describe the vocalist style is haunting. Oh, that's a great word. I think that's exactly right. Yep. Totally just get that. The first time I heard it, I was like, oh, that guy's voice is haunting. 
when, and Wink the Silent when he says gaze into the once forlorn, the way he says that, dude, I was like, oh man, it like stabs you. Yes. You can't. It's stuck, sticks right in you. You're like, oh shit, that was that was sharp. That was, that was, uh, that was serious. Yep. So um, anyway, I had to put them in number two. This one. I'll probably put them in number one. Yeah. This one just came my way not even like two or three weeks ago. And I, I put it on, and Kitty was like, who's this? This is cool. Just, and that's rare, where she's just kind of like, tell me more. And that was easy. I thought these guys had a little bit of a sewing vibe, too. You feel that? Totally get that. Absolutely. 100% here at Yeah, no yeah. doubt about that. That's the style of it. You know, with that cool, just heavy rock slash metal music, but with that singing of that haunting singing. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point, man. Um, you know, they, I think we said when we were talking about them that they kind of resemble several bands but so in big time I get that absolutely so that's my number two my number one I had to put these guys up here man it's a band called Carnosis and the album is called Visions of uh, Infinality it's like a play on nihilism with whatever kind of corny but whatever this album is like tech death but just the raunchiest shit and I love it I don't uh, think I've have heard, you heard of these guys it. at all no I don't think so oh, give, give it to me one more time how do you spell it C-A-R-N-O-S-U-S. What was the first letter? Sure B as in boy? C. As in cunt. <laughs> right. Dumb cunt. Okay. C C E R. Go on. C-A-R-N-O-S-U-S. Carnosis. Carnosis, yeah. And then the album's called... Visions of Infinality. Oh, you know what? I saw this album cover somewhere on somebody's list, but I didn't check it out. It's sweet. It's very, it's amazing, I think. Oh, um, number one, fuck. I don't know how to do it, I don't know how to do it any justice. Uh, Castle of Grief is tech death, almost perfect song, got an amazing solo. Um, Ferment, okay, so let me go to this song, because probably one of my favorite songs of this quarter. Fermenting blasted fears of future, um, putrid, putridity. <laughs> Fermenting blasted fears of future putridity, which is, no, I don't like saying that song um, because <laughs> it's incredibly long and dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry, what the hell a is a blasted fear? Yeah, I don't even know what the blasted fear is, and I'm, I feel like I'm fairly well rounded with. Uh, esoteric terms. I mean, I, I have some understanding what something would be, but not that. Anyway, um, <laughs> anywho, it's a, whatever, it's a great fucking song. Naughty, filthy, ridiculous, badass riffs. Um, this guy has a great, first of all, these guys also have wonderful solos all over the place. This album, the reason I put it number one is it's by far the catchiest. It will not lose your attention for one second. Just da, 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 da. And, um, you really gotta check out. <laughs> okay, so the last song has this. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna go right now. Scream of the year. Whoa. I'm gonna. No chance. Nothing's gonna top this. Unless I mean, I'll be blown away if something does. The song's called "Among Worms." It was whispered, and he has this pig squealing scream, like sort of towards the end. It's just. Oh, it's it's almost uncomfortable. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, just for the for the record, a blastosphere is apparently the opening by which the cavity of the gastrula, an embryonic stage in animal development, communicates with the exterior. 
Okay, so that's gonna be so there's there's putridity and it's ha and it, that's future putridity. Right. So I guess it just and means like it's something that eventually is gonna be putrid, which is fair to say that there's a lot of trash being born. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, hey, it's a metal album, so you're gonna have shit like that. Right. But um, calamity call also. I mean, I mean, I can't even tell you. It's just if you like Texas data, which I do a lot. And you like, um, I mean, this album's short as fuck, like, you know, under 40 minutes, like 35 minutes, I think. I'm going to see, Arc, I'm going to see Arcspire on Saturday, if you like Tech Death. Ooh, so those got me. Yeah, those got me filthy, too. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's my friend around the corner, I think you got to listen to it. Got to. Got to. Got to. I really want to hear this fucking scream. Right there? Is that it? Does the stream end with like a oh, like a guttural like blast? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Okay. I'm definitely oh, in. Go. I got I gotta listen to all of these. That's my number one. I kind of got a boner yeah, for your list already, buddy. You do? It's a heavy list, buddy. It's some good good quality shit. Handmade quality shit talking here. Yeah, Jesus. Well, I feel like this is a great episode of this show because you're giving the people the hardcore shit, and I'm giving all the pussy stuff. That's, hey, uh, hey, it's heavy music, buddy. It doesn't have to be that, you know, fucking death metal. Right. Heavy music. It can be rock. It can be punk. I got a Which whole... I, I've been trying to find a good punk album for this, album, for this show. I, you know, I don't really... Well, I think Wolf Bastard. If you never got into my Wolf Bastard album from last year, that was really just black and punk. And I still listen okay. to that a lot. Okay. The riffs in that but are no, just I'm... purely punk. That's fine. I, I love punk. All right. Well, I, I am going to, if you don't have anything else to say, take over the list now and share with you with yes. a complete and total disclaimer that I reserve the right, Judge, to amend my list at future date. Because here's the problem. Time was fleeting this quarter. And I was like, at times I felt like, you know, I'm really on top of this. I got some good shit. And other times I was like, I haven't listened to a new album in like 12 days. <laughs> I got to get on this. So... Here's what I'm going to do. My honorable mention list is just going to be a varied list of... There was a lot of, like, blockbuster big-name bands that put out new shit. So if you like any of these bands, there was a new Camelot, The Awakening. Pretty cool. There was a new Enslaved. I don't know how you say that. Hern, Her, Hem, Heimdall? Uh, there was a new Downfall of Gaia, Silhouettes of Disgust. <laughs> There was a new Insomnium, Anno 1696. New Riverside out of Poland, ID Entity. Uh, there was a new, let's see, what was the other one I was just thinking about? Uh, oh, well, okay, that's in my list proper, so I'll shut up. But anyway, ton of new shit and big name shit. And, and some of it is in my list itself. So here we go, without further ado. Okay. Honorable mentions of fucking random ass one called 
Condenados, El Camino de la Serpiente, which is a Spanish Black Sabbath basically knockoff, and it's so fun. You can't understand it, a single word. It's not in English. Does that come with hard or soft tacos? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Dude. delicious. I mean, I'm in. <laughs> I delicious. want that with Segoya, please. But it's <laughs> it's just, I don't know what about it, dude, but I'm telling you, there was there are just songs on there where you're like, this shit is fucking catchy. Listen to this. It's just got this kind of fuzzy, doomy, Black Sabbath that style that's I, I thought was just really fun. fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I get that. They're just the appeal. I mean, if I was at a, if I was in Mexico, or some Spanish-speaking country, and I stumbled into a, a pub, and that was the band on the stage, I'd be like, "Are you kidding? I get to hear metal down here. This is fucking so great." Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I I totally, I I understand why that's an honorable mention. Like, I no, unquestion that one bit. Another total rando honorable mention, Soothsayer Orchestra, the last black flower. Slow, doomy, kind of crawling, but really cool music. Check this out. This is called um, Bone Diggers Blues. Just kind of old saloony. Like the doors are just swinging as you walk in and the fucking uh, spurs on your boots are rattling. I like these guys. It was just a cool, something I was totally not expecting. The Last Black Flower by Soothsayer Orchestra. S-O-O-T-H-S-A-Y-E-R Orchestra. I think that sounds cool, man. I, lo- I love a stoner desert rock metal type stuff. That's exactly what it was. Like you'd be listening to some this shit while you're on peyote, just fucking wandering. Last honorable yeah. mention that you didn't mention, and Oceans was in my honorable mention. Uh, the last one is Anisum, E-N-I-S-U-M, Forgotten Mountains. This was a YouTube special. It just kind of came through on a recommendation from Yubtub, and... The album itself, I will be honest, is just not that great, but it has some songs on it that made it redeeming. Some beautiful Agalaki type shit. Where there were portions where you're like, oof, if they could make this the whole album, I would be so boners. But it ha- it waxes and wanes. They couldn't keep that quality. Wow, uh, that's a shame, but at least you got a couple good songs in there. Exactly. That's why it's an honorable mention. So... Here we go. My list proper. Number five. Hanging Garden. The Garden. Ever come across those guys? I came across them like yesterday. And so I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I should check them out. And I haven't really yet. Okay. That's funny you said that. Make a point. Pretty cool album. I like. Uh, shout out to Rick. Rick put this one in my mind. And Hanging Garden was a band that I had kind of messed around with in the past. 
Nothing too serious. They had an album that I liked but didn't love. Uh, I can't remember the name of it at the moment. I'm going to try to find it here. It was a green cover. Oops. Oh, no. It was uh, Skeleton Lake. What am I saying? Skeleton Lake was an album of the year I think I had from Hanging Garden in one of my other lists. So I'm way off. Hanging Garden, Skeleton Lake was in my top for one of the quarters in 2021 that I loved. And they had a green album cover called Into That Good Night in 2019 that I really liked. And then this garden just keeps building. This band just keeps getting better as far as I'm concerned. So again, reason why I reserve the right to amend this list at the end of the year. This may creep up there. Okay. Listen to this female vocalist. Kind of a draconian vibe. Female vocalist and then a heavier, darker. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. But definitely your list is markedly heavier than mine. <laughs> I can see your balls are larger than mine in this group. <laughs> Just this quarter, yeah. we'll see how, see how it shakes out. Yeah, but I'm not writing off the whole year that you got swollen balls, but in this quarter, you got Okay, it is with great pleasure that I announce my fourth album, number four album of the quarter. It is the Holy Shit, Maybe They're Back, the album Foregone by In Flames, their 14th album. And you know what, dude? I actually think it rocked. I saw the Chicago album. I didn't really listen to that much. Sorry, I don't blame you for not because they haven't done anything in the last like decade really to make you warrant listening. But I never gave up hope. And dude, listen. That's how I felt about yeah. the album. I was like, oh my god, they're back! Okay, that was it. I like Star and Light. I don't like it. I love it. First appears. They did in that fucking tunnel. Yes. Yes, you're like, oh my god, he's fucking back! Yeah. But anyway, In Flames, Foregone. F-O-R-E-G-O-N-E. It's not a perfect album, or it would've been higher, but it's really cool, and I like it a great deal. It's the best album they've put out in quite a long time. Okay. Alright, next one is a band that, as of late, can do no wrong for me. Like, everything they put out, I am just like, 
This is different and new and like really fucking cool. The band Haken, H-A-K-E-N. Oh yeah, dude, absolutely. Uh, they have an album called Fauna, and even the album art, I'm just like, these guys just got the monkey. The monkey in a fucking beautiful suit with an elephant in a tux in the in the wall art, and I don't know, I just like. I swear these guys are never out of ideas and they're always down to try whatever. And it started with that album that had like that 1980s vibe for me. Um, hold on a second. Well, no, it actually started with The Mountain. Because The Mountain had a song called Cockroach King on it that just hooked me like retardedly. But then after Cockroach King on The Mountain, they came out with that album called Affinity that had like all the... 80s style vibe and then Vector was really cool and then Virus was really cool and now this one is fucking cool so yeah did you listen to this one at well, all? no man I, I kept you know I thought it hung out like, oh, I guess I'll just wait and I like forgot <laughs> so, there was so much good stuff this quarter I don't blame you for missing it but it, it's really it's actually kind of beautiful because our lists are so like two sides of like a black and white cookie I want to get into all that heavier shit that you did that I didn't touch, and you got to get into all this melodic, lighter shit that you didn't touch. Yeah, absolutely right, man. Uh, and Haken, I, I think it's Haken, I say anyway. I agree, man. They, everything they do is unique and mercilessly good. They're so fucking talented. Check out the song Beneath the White Rainbow and Elephants Never Forget. Okay. Both super, super cool. Listen to this Elvis Never Forget, just the piano shit. It's so regal and diplomatic and shit. I just, I don't know, man. These guys can do no wrong for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Number two is, this is for sure a band you're either a liker or a hater. And the band is, I believe these guys are Australian. Nay Obliviscaris, they have a, yeah, they're Australian, the fourth album, I completely and totally fell head over boners for these guys on their album Citadel and Portal of Eye, and then I saw them on the cruise some years ago, and then they put out this album Exul, E-X-U-L, and they're really, do you know anything about these guys? Yeah, I've heard a few songs. I, I, I'm surprised to hear you characterize them as divisive to that extent. I kind of thought they were universally appreciated, if not liked. But um, well, you find you find people love or hate them. I mean, it's the first song is 12 minutes and 30 seconds, and then the next oh, yeah, one's 7:34, and then 9:22, and then 10:09, and then 8:53, and then 3:43, and that's a six-track okay. album that's 52 minutes, and. It's, I mean, there's some wandering, meandering. Like, you gotta be cool with taking a ride to a, get into the first track. It's 12 minutes and it goes fucking everywhere. Every which way. Oh, that's okay. I hear what you're saying. Um, I do think that they are very talented. I've heard a couple songs and they were all, I think they're, they're a hell of a band. I, 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 it's one of the bands um, that I've. I always kind of kick myself because like that and that Persephone band, I was like, um, for some reason, I don't know why, but those two, I, I constantly see them around. I'm like, oh, I really need to listen to that. But finally did with the one with that fucking hog on it. Remember yeah. that last year? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. 
Me and Blimsky are similar in that category where it's like, I've got to check these out. People are constantly calling them out. If you are into strings, they they incorporate like I don't know if it's a cello or violin or whatever, but occasionally in these songs they just have the longest like strings sounds mixed into the labyrinth of sound. And it's one of those things where if you if your brain likes complicated technical shit and just kind of challenge it, you know, if that makes sense. These these guys are amazing because you just there's something new around every corner every time you listen to them. Well, I'm excited. I like those guys a lot. Um, they're, they're pretty heavy. They got a little bit of, they got a little balls on. I don't know, buddy. These guys like whispering to you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy could be singing a All right. Now, here's my number one. This is a complete, as you use the term, complete and total Homer call. And there's only one reason that this is number one. And it's because we just saw these guys on 70,000 tons of metal, and I thought they were really cool. And I was really looking forward to them, and they impressed me, and now they put out a new one, and it's great. The, the album is called Anesidora, A-N-E-S-I-D-O-R-A, by the Doom band Isola, I-S-O-L-E, the Swedish Doomers. Were you with Mark and I when we saw these guys down in the... The ice rink, all blonde haired Swedish dudes just jamming some doom ass shit. I'm sure I was. I thought they were a metal Anyway, I'm sure I was. I remember, seeing, I remember that band name seeing a blonde dude playing dudes. They were really good, surprisingly good. Yeah, okay, that's them. You're thinking of November or November. That was the Italian band that we saw oh, okay. upstairs. Uh, the, guy, okay. the guy's face looked like a milk can. This, <laughs> this band is the Swedish band. And. I'm just boners for this. This style, it's like, I don't know, they don't rush anything, but at the same time, it's not just like, I mean, And and what I love about it is it's only seven songs and it's only 46 minutes. So the songs are slow and plodding, but the album, it doesn't wear out. That's what I'm saying. It's like they, they nailed that combination of, I want the songs to take their time, but I want the album to be tight. And this is it. And I, th- I also feel like, remember um, when we reviewed King Buffalo and we interviewed Sean, and his, he was like commenting on how his vocals really aren't the best in the world, but they just fit the music really well? That's, I feel that exact same way about this guy. This is not the most impressive singer you'll ever hear, but he gets what this music means. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, it doesn't have to be technically amazing to be a perfect fit. Right. It doesn't have to hit. It doesn't have to hit James Lebrie level, you know, impressiveness. But it just fits the music so well. It's like this is like what a good band can put together is this harmony. They get it, and I, 
I feel like it's a shame I got it to you in April because it's probably too cold now. I mean, excuse me, too warm now to go take like a long, cold walk through the woods where you live. But this would be the perfect album for that. So introspective, dreary kind of. Yeah, like. But you're not like this despondent. It would just be cool to take a walk, you know, in the middle of the day, through the woods, and listen to this because it would it would be cool. I'm gonna remind you that like November, December. Maybe you'll, maybe we'll do that. Okay, I will. I like this guy. But anyway, yeah, weird list for me in some senses, but not in other senses because the top four bands are like huge names. I mean, In Flames, yeah. Haken, Naval of Ascaris, and Isolar, these are big bands. And, and Slaves, again, Camelot, Insomnia, Riverside, so many big names came out with albums this quarter. And if I'm not mistaken, I think there's like a shit, I'm, I'm pretty sure Metallica just put one out. I'm pretty they sure. Did. Uh, Cattle Decapitation's got one coming out. Immortals got one. Cool. The Ocean's got one coming out. Kalma's got one coming out. Uh, oh. Thy Cat of Falcon's got one. Saturnus has one coming out. I mean, this year, Scar Symmetry, Avenged Sevenfold, Bloodbound. Uh, it, it's Glory Hammer's got another one, though they have a new singer that I don't really love. But, I mean, it's crazy. Like, this year's just going to be metal balls to the wall, dude. Scar Symmetry. Definitely. Yeah, Hook City. But all right, well that's all I got to say. All right, I thought you looked this is interesting. I'm just, I should have listened to Hate Them. I knew that was out. I thought, or I knew it was coming. I should have fucking gotten that. Um, and then um, I also a little I kick myself for not realizing Insomnia is all the rest. Yeah, check it out. It's decent, but it's not as good as some of the other stuff. Winter's Gate was way better. Okay. But don't really, just like I need to do with your list. You made your number one your number one for a reason. Check out Isola, dude. Okay. You're it's right. great. You start there and work down. Yeah, it's great, man. It's fucking great. Alright, I'm down, guy. Like, like I said, it's, I feel like Doom's gotta be long to have the ears, but when, alright, we're done with this song. So we're going and going. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, are we done? Or are we make Oscar? Right. Do we wrap it up here, or do we keep this going? Because it feels good. I don't want to stop. Yeah, but you're like, how do you know when you're going to shake it off? I don't know. It takes takes an instinct. Yeah, I think it probably also takes a really good producer. You probably need the right guy who knows. (laughs) All right, guys, trust me. That's it. Wrap it up. He's like, 15 minutes is okay. As soon as you hit that 17-minute mark, you're losing people. Awesome. Okay, brother. Well... Until the next quarter, this is the Great Heavy Music Podcast. That's your list. Phil, awesome list. I'm going to dive into it. And mine, Matt, we'll see. But the test of time will tell. All right, bro. Talk to you later. You're the man. See you.